Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Ephesians Verse by Verse, brought to you by co-founder of Telios, Dr. William Stewart. This captivating podcast will not only teach you the book of Ephesians, which tells us so much about Christ and his mission, as well as our Christian walk, but it will teach you how to study the Bible so you can have confidence in what you learn. Episodes will provide key points for each important verse of the book of Ephesians. Thanks for joining us on this exciting biblical journey. Hello, I'm William Stewart. Welcome back to our verse-by-verse study on the marvelous book of Ephesians. Such a great book, so efficient, telling us about Christ and his bringing us salvation and the blessings of salvation, as well as the Christian walk. We're early in chapter one, so welcome. And we're talking actually about the nature and the blessings of our salvation. And we're in verse eight. And the verse continues from verse seven in our redemption, where Christ purchased us from sin on the cross by uh, the riches of his grace, which he, in verse eight, hath abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence. So it's basically saying by his grace, he gave to us richly and in great measure to save us by Christ's death on the cross and resurrection. And he did this in his wisdom and prudence. Now, these are two important words to understand. And they're important because it tells you, again, as we've discussed throughout this passage, the attitude in which God brought us salvation. So he did it out of wisdom. Otherwise, it wasn't capricious, it wasn't out of knowledge, there wasn't other numerous things he, he could have done to bring us salvation. The plan was wise. This goes against the arguments of the world that say, oh, you know, how? why did he uh, had to just choose one way? Why did it have to be through the cross or had to choose people, even though we know from earlier in the passage, uh, all would have been lost. None would have chosen God. If God hadn't chosen some to drag to salvation and bring them to salvation. So these arguments fail here that the plan was wise and prudent. So the word here for wisdom is Sophia, uh, where we get the girl's name, Sophia, and the capital of Bulgaria. So wisdom to the Greeks changed over time. Interestingly, in the time of Homer, around 700 BC, it meant somebody who knew about their profession and could perform it. So if uh, somebody was a javelin maker for the Greek army uh, and from one of the city-states, they knew all about a type of wood, a type of uh, iron they would make for the spear tip and the shaft, and uh, how to create this in such a way that it could be thrown or could withstand uh, punishment when jabbing towards the enemy. And so they knew about the details of how to create the javelin or spear, but also uh, they could actually do it. Now, in the time of the philosophers around 400 BC, uh, the meaning for wisdom tended to take on how, how we look at it. And the, the Greeks probably influenced here is somebody who was intelligent, who could espouse um, <clears throat> uh, wise or, or uh, knowledge that was beyond somebody's usual capability of thinking. But by the time of Christ, 
it also then took on this uh, how to do something. So it wasn't just knowledge, it was somebody who could apply it. So I usually think of it as a person who can apply, a knowledgeable person who can apply it to real life. So this was God. This was plan of salvation. Knowledgeable and it could apply it to real life. Now, how about the word prudence? This is not a word in English that we really use a lot. Oddly, it was, it's also a girl's name from maybe a century ago. But the word here is one of my favorite words in scripture. Uh, and it, it's the word uh, that is uh, phronesis, which is where we get the word diaphragm, phram, nesis, phram. And in taking anatomy back in medical school, I learned that the nerve from the brain to the diaphragm, which allows us to breathe without thinking about it, is the phrenic nerve. Now, what does uh, the diaphragm have to do with prudence? Well, the Greeks tended to personify body parts, and they knew that the heart uh, was the center of a person's being and who uh, he or she was. So they learned from the battlefields, I'm assuming, that when they cut somebody in two from uh, their sword, say, and the innards, the insides ran out, they could see this membrous muscle that held up the heart. And this was the diaphragm. So the heart sat on the diaphragm. So they envisioned that since the heart was uh, the center of the person, what supported it was the diaphragm. So it must have been the center, it must have been knowledge, the, the moral behavior and ideas of a person, who they really were, what, what their thinking was and, and their knowledge and morals that made up their heart, their center being. So the phrenesis is a very important word. So it's telling us here that God, with great moral character and knowledge, created the plan of salvation. Wow. It shows the links of what God did to bring us uh, this plan and, of course, to bring Christ. So what we've learned so far in this passage about God's attitude in bringing to salvation, he did it out of love, agape love, a giving love. He did it for his good pleasure, that he would receive praise and glory, and that he did it out of wisdom and knowledge. All right, good verse. We continue on this amazing passage next time as we get to chapter 11, or excuse me, verse 9. I'll look forward to seeing you then. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ephesians Verse by Verse. We hope you found Dr. Stewart's teachings both interesting and informative. Join us next time for another exciting episode in Ephesians. To listen to all episodes, please visit our website, teliosresearch.com. T-E-L-E-I-O-S-R-E-S-E-A-R-C-H. Thank you.